What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Night Kids After Dark Podcast, the show where gamers discuss gamer things. I'm your host, BTG Plays, and I'm joined by the always fun Yanonic. What's up, man? What's happening, y'all? And Rainbow Kisses. No cosplay today. <laughs> hey, guys. Actually, she is cosplaying. She's cosplaying as Steve Jobs today. <laughs> Steve I forgot. Jobs in the house. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, if you guys are new here or uh, just joining us for the first time, pretty much we come here, we talk gaming news, just gaming everything, anime, all types of stuff. We just have a good time. Uh, today's episode, the big news story today is going to be, uh, we're going to talk about the Game Award nominees and the categories and what games are there. If we feel like those games deserve to be there, uh, if there's other games we want there, uh, New York Comic Con happened. Uh, there was also some bad news, but we'll, we'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, but just some housekeeping, uh, make sure you guys stick around at the end of the show. We usually do a special segment called getting to the pot of gold with rainbow. And that's our night kids Q and a, if you would like to ask a question, join the discord, ask your question or ask your question live in the chat and we'll ask it live. I mean, we'll answer it live. Uh, but other than that, man, how, how y'all been, what y'all been up to? What games y'all playing? Uh, well, first off, thank you for asking. I have been playing. What can I do forever? Oh, you're right. We're yeah. not gonna go there. <laughs> I apologize uh, to all my leaf leaf uh, splatoons out there. So okay, speaking of Splatoon three. So you know how remember I was telling you how like the Splatfest thing was rigged and like if the winning team by halftime was in the lead it was impossible for them to win apparently they fixed that in a patch before splatfest oh wow so it's way more fair this time i guess it wasn't fair (laughs) (laughs) you said it wasn't fair it wasn't fair for bro and i was playing that man i was getting them water people were kicking my ass fire was i'm sorry fire was trash whoever picked fire if i played you i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) But water, man, that was a whole nother beast. Uh, but what what else are you playing? Cause yeah, it's not Splatoon three. <laughs> it wasn't Splatoon three. Uh, so right now I've been playing Rumble first. Now for those of you who don't know, oh Rumble verse, yeah, season two okay. is getting ready to drop this. I think it's this week. Uh, if not this week, next week. And I am so excited for the new map. The new items uh, and the uh, the patch update, so I'm really really excited for this new game. Plus, I got a chance to talk to the developers on Twitter, and I'm hoping to see an update and custom lobbies so we can start getting esports uh, tournament matches going. For Rumbleverse. For Rumbleverse. Hmm. So there's a strong chance we'll get to see that. But Rainbow, what have you been playing outside of Splatoon three? That's it. That's it. I, I play from two different accounts, and that's all I play. <laughs> oh, so dang! I meant to put that link. I might have to grab it from the Discord. Uh, yeah, Splatoon Three's update, the chill season coming December first. I'm pretty excited for that because I did not think that we were gonna get like new weapons like this soon. And then the the event that they've leaked and thought, you know, it's pretty much the salmon run but it's called big run and it takes place on one of the main maps and there's a new map and new clothes yeah 
I'm pretty excited. I know yes. you, uh, Splatoon 3 has a pretty big competitive scene, but um, I haven't so, been hearing much about it. From so that with that a competitive scene, the reason why you haven't heard that much about it, because actually they po- postponed like the top rank, which is X rank. That's not coming out till chill season, so December 1st. So you were able to get to like S class rank, but the X rank is like where the top players are at. And that comes out December 1st. December 1st, got it. So it comes it comes along with the new season. And then uh, for all our viewers from last week, I am so sorry about all the damn ads y'all got. For some Should reason, that lot. thing was set, set for ads every eight minutes. <laughs> uh, right now we got ads every 30 minutes so we're gonna t- we'll take a break about a minute and a half a break so you guys don't miss any content during those times uh but you guys earned us a dollar and 60 cents so thank you appreciate thank you. that <laughs> appreciate that a lot all when right somebody's there mumbling i'll just donate a dollar and 60 cents and i'll see all them damn ads <laughs> bro i I know it was ridiculous. I was like, because look, because you know, Twitch updated like the they're trying to be more transparent with like ads and stuff, so they've changed stuff around and moved it around. So the way the slider looked, it looked like it was set for 30 minutes, but it was actually set for eight minutes. It was just saying that you could do increments of like 30 minutes spacing. I was like, the way y'all got it laid out is very confusing. It's confusing Compar- intentionally. Yeah, so uh, it got us. It got me for the first time. <laughs> you say got yeah, you. Well, yeah, Lily, they got us, but we we, we got everybody else, and they got us a dollar sixty. So it's all good. <laughs> all right, so <clears throat> let me make sure I got this. Uh, so yeah, still testing out Twitch uh, guest stars. I'm gonna test this thing and see if I can show you guys what I'm looking at at the same time if it we're still learning uh how this new feature twitch has a feature called guest star and that feature basically allows what does it allow it allows (laughs) us to get into a room and be able to provide this kind of stream outside of using discord at the moment yeah, so it also allows, so if you're on our Twitch page watching, obviously if you're on there watching, there should be like a link at the bottom of the main page that says like request. So you can actually request to join shows live and we can let you in and it'll pull your video and audio feed. Like that's one of the coolest features about Guest Star that I think. So right now that is enabled, Lily, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> but i'm also going to test out this screen share thing because they just updated it again and last time we did it you guys were getting echoes so i want to see if this time it works for you guys because it actually lets me do individual tabs now which is pretty tight okay so you guys can see that I can see a screen with a caution sign in the bottom right. It's loading. Yes, I can see your screen now. All right, so we're going to get to our first news story. All right, so this comes from Kotaku uh, by Claire Jackson. Uh, You can now read all 285 issues of Nintendo Power Online. Uh, If you're in the mood to reflect on simpler times, you've got over 200 issues of classic magazine to digitally sift through. 
Uh, few gaming magazines are as beloved as Nintendo Power uh, in the NES era. It offered many young Nintendo fans their first glimpse of upcoming games that fired their imaginations. And poring over the detailed maps and tantalizing bits of info was a ritual almost as enjoyable as playing the games themselves. Discontinued in 2012, though revived as a podcast five years later, the official magazine was an essential source of reviews, previews, and strategies. Now, thanks to community projects and audacious archivists, every single issue of the legendary magazine is yours to view. Uh, it's uploaded to archive.org today by Gumball, and all 285 issues of Nintendo Power are now unofficially available in CBR format. At just over 40 gigabytes, 40 gigs, dang, wow. for the whole shebang, the vast majority of the collection comes courtesy of Retro Mags, a community-run project dedicated to archiving classic video game magazines. A couple remaining issues were sourced via Reddit by Gumball, scanned in full color, and the collection is a wonderful way to browse through gaming and media history. Man, this, uh, this really brought back, like, memories. Some really good memories, to be <clears throat> honest with you. I, I am curious. Old. Oh. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Shots, First bang off, bang. These are important. Twenty-one. Without these magazines, <laughs> we wouldn't have nothing to do. Uh, no, like, cause I remember, like, shoot, you would go into like, man, you'd go into like Funko Land, GameStop, Toys R Us, and my parents wouldn't buy me any games. So the next best thing was to get the Nintendo Power. Or shoot, what other video game magazines were there? Electronic Arts? Or, yeah. No, what was it called? Um, no. What was the name of the magazine? It was like Electronic something or another. And then PC Gamer. That's another PC game Gamer. Game Informer. Game Informer. That was uh, GameStop's. Oh, place, didn't PlayStation have their own too? They did, and they came with a demo disc. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah, it was the PlayStation magazine. Mm-hmm. Yep, man. I used to go through them demo discs. I wonder if they're gonna keep the ads in these because fun fun fact, yes, I just got called old. However, <laughs> I do like to see those old advertisements for things that are not game re- relevant after all these years. It's still kind of look back at these time machines and and see what was going on in that era. Oh, Lily brought up a good point. Remember in the back, they would have the cheat codes and stuff. Cheat codes. That was like the main thing you would go in there for, for like Super NES games. And you'd be like, oh, snap, where's the cheat code section? What's the first cheat code game that comes to mind for Nintendo? For Nintendo? Yeah. What's the first game that makes you think of, why, man, I remember that cheat code. I mean, what's uh, up, 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 down, down? (laughs) The Konami code? The Konami code. (laughs) <laughs> that's a good one damn i can't remember oh. oh the grand theft auto code man like on the original grand theft auto oh man was those that codes on Nintendo? i was it or was it on playstation that's a great question i cannot remember the original grand theft auto was definitely on the playstation but i don't think it was on was... but then you had like the nba jam codes too oh my god remember those yeah. See, that's not old. Tomb Raider. Oh, Lily said Tomb Raider. One. Tomb Raider had codes. Yes, infinite lives. Wow. <laughs> remember, remember, she never ran out of bullets. I was just sitting there, like, uh, wait a second, this gun. <laughs> you would never run out of ammo. 
That sounds like a great weapon. It does. Like we, I need that one in real life. And the zombie apocalypse comes. That would be perfect. So what happens if I close? So if I close the tab, oh, it, it just automatically it. does it for me. That's cool. That's pretty tight. I'm so Fun fact: like, amazed. Mm -hmm. GTA was on the N64. No, it's not. Oh, N64. Yo, I was about to lie. I was about to say no way. It wasn't, it wasn't. It wasn't written out already. Wasn't it written out? No, I don't believe so. Oh, man. All right. Well, in, in other news, this is not so good news. This kind of broke my heart. It was pretty, pretty sad. I'm still pretty sad about it. Uh, this comes from Isaiah Colbert on Kotaku. Kevin Conroy, beloved Batman voice actor, dies at 66. Uh, the actor who played Batman in the animated series and the Arkham games has died after a short battle with cancer. Uh, Kevin Conroy, the legendary Batman voice actor who rose to prominence in the beloved 90s show Batman, the animated series, and later, later played the Dark Knight in the acclaimed Arkham games, has passed away at age 66 after a short battle with cancer. Uh, the news of Conroy's passing was announced by castmates this morning on social media and has been confirmed in a press release from Warner Bros. Discovery. Um, so Peter Mayhew Foundation, members of the Batman animated family are reporting that Kevin Conroy has passed away. We had the privilege of attending conventions alongside Kevin over the years and are heartbroken by this news. In the Warner Bros. Discovery press release, Mark Hamill, who established his own now legendary take on the Joker, playing opposite Conroy in the animated series, said he loved Conroy like a brother because of his ability to lift his spirits any time the two spoke. Uh, Kevin was a brilliant actor, Hamill said. For several generations, he has been the definitive Batman. It was one of those perfect scenarios where they got the exact right guy for the exact right part, and the world was better for it. His rhythms and sub subtleties, subtle subtleties and tones, delivery, that also helped inform my performance. He was the ideal partner. It was such a complimentary, creative experience. I couldn't have done it without him. He will always be my Batman. Uh, Kevin was far more than an actor whom I had pleasure of casting and directing. He was a dear friend for 30 plus years whose kindness and ge generous spirit knew no boundaries, Andrea Romano, Emmy Award winning casting and dialogue director wrote. So yeah, this is, uh, this sucks. That's hard news. Yeah. he's He was the Batman that I knew the majority of my, my childhood because I mean, we had... The Batman film, and then we had Batman. The remember Batman? Um, what was it? Where it was like pow and all of that. I forgot what his name is. I'm um, talking about uh, man. It's on the tip of your tongue, isn't it? It is. What is his name, guys? I don't Adam Adam West. Oh, Adam, Adam West. Yes. <laughs> wasn't so your generation. It was, but was it, it was, it but was it was on. on it was still on TV. Like, it would be on replays on, like, Nick and Knight and stuff like that. That's wild. <laughs> but, but that this is my Batman. I grew up on this version of Batman. And for as long as I remember, anytime somebody voiced Batman, this was the voice that came to mind. I feel, I mean, he, shoot, he's pretty much done all the voice acting for Batman, mm -hmm. like, in everything. 
like shoot he's even he's even done villains so i mean yes. that really sucks it's bad. that sucks really bad i think mark hamill said it best uh he said um that he truly lost his other half today yeah i mean he is sucks. joker he is Damn. Is it okay to say fuck cancer? Because that's how I feel, man. It definitely is. No, 100%. Fuck that it's ridiculous. shit. ridiculous. 21. <laughs> 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 no. It, it, it... Thank you for bringing our spirits back, uh, BTG. I appreciate that. Bruh, if y'all haven't seen the Drake and 21 Savage memes, man, just... Get on Twitter. Because that shit is hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. Rest in peace, Kevin Conroy. Indeed. Indeed. Oh, man. Talk about that. <laughs> I can't even... I can't even think now. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, okay, so... Uh, <laughs> New York Comic Con returned this year. And uh, two hundred thousand people showed up. Two hundred thousand. Jeez. Yeah, two hundred thousand. So I think uh, pretty much we're gonna like go through. Half like sardines. Yeah, we're gonna go through some of the uh, favorite cosplay from New York Comic Con as soon as I pull this thing up. New York Comic Con. But uh, yeah. All right, real quick, I wanted to share with y'all before we get into it. Twenty sixteen com- New York Comic Con. Uh, was over 180,000. Uh, 2017, 200,000. 2018, 25,000. Uh, October 2019, tw- uh, 2006- sorry, 260,000. Then the pandemic happened. Then they didn't have a Comic-Con. Then they didn't have a Comic-Con. And then now they are back at 200,000. Over 200,000. That's crazy. That is crazy. Uh, from this article, before we go through the slideshow, uh, New York was able to hold its biggest Comic Con since 2019 last month, and the fans certainly turned up for it. Around 200,000 people went through the turnstiles between Octo- October 6th through the 9th at ja- what is that? Javits Havitz Center? I've never been there. Many of them, many of them cosplayers. In this gallery, you'll find a collection of some of our favorite cosplays from the event, with highlights ranging from people wearing costumes to people wearing enormous costumes. First, though, this video recap of the event. Do I want to watch that? No, Do I can I... just look at the slides. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they sure know how to pick a damn cover page, bro. <laughs> that thumbnail. <laughs> <laughs> that thumbnail was crazy. Uh, who is this? Guts? Berserk? I don't know this cosplay. I'm you sure. I'm Berserk? Oh no! I've, I, I've actually never watched Berserk, but it says guts Berserk. So uh, guts is the main character from the sh- from the manga or sh- anime series Berserk, and that is his sword, and his sword can cut through. A we horse. don't know this man. All right, we tried, we, ladies and gentlemen. I know this we know guy. This guy. <laughs> I know this guy. It's Miles Morales. <laughs> Everybody should know him. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that, Spidey Man? <laughs> Spidey Man? Oh, we know this guy. Dang. 
And if, why, what, does it still, why does it still says Miles Morales into the Spider-Verse? You know what? They probably messed up. That's probably <laughs> <going> <laughs> this is Miles Morales, guys. <laughs> That's the multiverse. And this is oh Miles God, Morales number two. It's clobbering time. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> Reed and Sue Richards from Fan... This is pretty cool. These are cool, actually. Mm. I like that mallet hand he has. Right. Oh, Blade no, Runner makes sense. Oh, that's Blade Runner. I know I saw that. What? You really should watch it. Even the new. I like the new one too. I, if you guys haven't seen the new one, I like the new one. The twenty twenty, but twenty twenty one version. I don't know. One of them. Twenty twenty mm-hmm. version. It's pretty so good. Blade. Maybe it was Blade twenty. It wasn't twenty twenty two. No. It's called Blade Runner 2049, and it came out in 2017. Dang, it came out that long ago? It's pretty good. Doctor Strange. Oh, That's this so is cool. That is cool. This was pretty dope. And he's floating. Wow. Is that oh. Angelina Jolie? It no, is her. but she it, definitely looks like She her. favors her a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot. That's definitely Melissa. Like Maleficent. this was definitely on point. Man, I wish like we could see a wingspan. Yeah, that's what you call it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Starfire! I like hey, the Starfire. I need to watch the new one. Yeah, I haven't finished like the new episode. season yet, but it's pretty good. First episode is really good. <laughs> Oh, Rufio! Oh, Rufio! Rufio. <laughs> so, this yeah, was so, the movie. Yeah, so hook. this, uh, mm-hmm. I, if you guys can't tell, this is a Hook and Rufio cosplay, and it looks really so good. good. Rufio! Oh, wow! What? Who's that? Mr. Freeze. It's Miles Morales. <laughs> 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 no, this is a, yeah, that's a. I like this one. This is a good Mr. Freeze. Yeah, it is. Is it Mr. or Dr. Freeze? I think both are going he's hand a, in hand. He's a doctor, but he's Mr. Freeze. His last name is Freeze, too. <laughs> that's a cool name. Arcane. Oh, is this League? It looks like mm-hmm. League. <laughs> I know that's the okay. fighting game is coming out very soon. <laughs> oh, they got a fighting game coming out? Oh, yeah, it's going to be a free-to-play fighting game, and the uh, fighting game community is up in a roar about it. Wow, okay. Like, in a bad way or a good way? Kind of because they're saying that free-to-play fighting games, it's going to be whoever buys these characters, instead of it being a rotate, you get to play these characters on rotate. It's such a big conversation. I mean, Killer Instinct was free, and it did decent. Thank you. Anyways... Uh oh, Doctor Doom and Galactus. Okay, really I see cool you. Galactus. Hey, we shot Miles guy. Miles Morales again. <laughs> no, oh, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's the shy guys. But who are they? Like the shy run guys DMC. from the oh yeah, Run DMC, which <laughs> with Bling Game Over. Oh, maybe they're like the Jabberwocky shy guys. Ooh, I like that. They just need the gloves. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Dang! Wow. That was cool. Spawn cosplay. I thought that was my Morales. 
Who is that? The Merciless Dark Knight's Metal. I don't know what this is, but it looks cool. Merciless Dark Knight Metal. Couldn't tell you. Wakanda Forever. Shuri? Oh, and the Border Tribe. Man, if y'all haven't seen Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Go see it. <clears throat> Man, we could talk about that's a whole topic in itself right there. Dang, and then look the guy from the last slide. The what you doing, bro? You, you just photo bombing. <laughs> no, that's pretty cool. She actually kind of looks like Sherry. Kinda, yeah. Oh, that's Sarah Connor and the T one thousand. That's pretty good. That is good. Who's that? Zoro. I mean. <laughs> Wait, what? I'm so. Next... Is that is it not Zoro? <laughs> I don't look. Because <laughs> look, it says Anigo Montoya and Wesley, the Princess Bride. Yo, that can't be right. Is that right? <laughs> That's got to be yeah, Zoro in like a Three Musketeers or something. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know either. Whoa. So Miles Craig, Morales. did Craig? No, that's not <laughs> That's the ba the child predator. <laughs> no, this is... Oh, is this the Prey one? Oh, it is the Prey one. That was a good film, man. I, I enjoyed Predator Prey. Was it just Prey? I think it was Prey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed that movie a lot. Oh, oh wow! Already we got we got Chainsaw Man cosplay, and it looks really it looks good. <laughs> no blood on on this Chainsaw Man though. A little bit on there? this on his head, just that like dried blood. Just a, uh... Korg, okay, I see you, Korg. If he had the voice, if they could do the voice, that would make this so much. So, because this voice is unique, it is. All right, Ooh. guess who that is? Uh, I'm gonna go with Cable. I wouldn't know if I seen him on the street. It's Cable. <laughs> How do you not know Cable? It's Scott Summer's son. <laughs> who are you supposed to be? An X Men? <laughs> you don't look like Wolverine. Oh man! Oh, that's good. I like Mars that attacks. one. Mars attacks an alien from Mars attack with the what with the, the girl, dog. the lady who got turned into a dog body, or they took her head and put it on a that's body. That's creepy. Isn't that Sarah Jessica Parker? Well, you know, have you seen this movie? I have, but Rainbow? I can't remember that. No. Okay. Do oh, you yourself, haven't seen the movie? Do yourself <laughs> a favor. Crazy that you. <laughs> <laughs> do yourself a favor. And just look for Mars Attacks and watch that film. It is the hel most hilarious, like, alien invasion movie ever. It's ridiculous. <laughs> you'll, you'll enjoy it. It's a good film. Whoa. Who is Scarlet Scarab from Moonlight. Moon Knight. And then oh, Moon Knight in the back. The suit one. I like that. That's cool. I enjoy Moon Knight. You got to give it a chance. You got to really give Moon Knight a chance. You do. Yeah. You do. I, I enjoyed it, though. Go Tanks and Bulma. 
goes cool. tanks. Tanks. Old tanks look a little older on the older side. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, come on. Come on, man. Oh, this what? is what? Aliens? Okay. I, oh, that's cool. I, I can see it. Aliens. They just need an alien in there. Speaking of, oh. that the Aliens Fire Team game is out on Game, game Pass, and it's oh, pretty it fun. Yeah. It's pretty fun and scary. Hellfire Cheer from Stranger Things. What? Wait, they had a cheerleader? No, wait, they they must have just made a cheerleading oh, Hellfire cool. Club cheer team. That's cool. I like it. It's unique. It is unique. <clears throat> I <guess>. Mandalorian. <laughs> Ooh. I can't wait for the new season. Me too. There's like three Mandalorians right here. God damn. <laughs> they haven't been meeting. <laughs> they haven't I see. <laughs> Ooh, Shadow man. Knight. Hmm. Is that a looks villain? cool? Looks cool. The Emperor for War. Look, who played? Anybody here play Warhammer? No, I I will say I played. Like anybody before. in chat? I've never played Warhammer, but I see a whole lot of cosplay for it. And I even have it downloaded on my computer, like three different versions, three different. Oh, you're Warhammer not talking games. about the tabletop game. No, don't they have like video games too? They do, they do. But there's so many different versions of Warhammer. Warhammer is like saying Final Fantasy. Which Final Fantasy? All of them. <laughs> At once. What Marty and Doc from Back to the Future. Oh, that's good. Oh man, this one looks. Is that from Fire? This one's fire. That no, is this fire. is the. This Ooh, looks like the one from the new, from the new game. Oh, um, Dread. 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 That's the name of it. Samus Metroid. Oh, so this juggernaut. I saw the dude who made like I follow him on Instagram, and I watched him make this. Wow. This it's pretty dope. Did you watch him put it on? Yes, did I you did. See that clip? Oh, you seen it? Yeah, I, I, that thing just looks heavy. Like, heavy somebody does. knocked him over. Like, he is not he buff at all. <laughs> he is not buff at all. <laughs> but this cosplay is sick. This Juggernaut cosplay, I really like it. If y'all want to check him out, it's at Hummin Two, Hummin H Two. Oh, it has all the Instagram pages. Oh, that's <clears> cool. Oh, wow. Okay. Apocalypse cosplay. Terrifying. This one looks amazing. That's a good villain right there. I wonder if they're gonna bring him to the MCU. Uh, probably one day. Hopefully, the proper way. Because yeah. he was. Because we, I was about to say he was in the X Men movie. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> but that wasn't canon anymore. Oh yeah, it's not canon. Or they they erased it. It's multiverse. Retconned it. Yeah. Sith Who's Ray. It? Sith Ray? Oh, I like that play. Okay. Yeah, that's a good fit. What? I said that's a good <laughs> fit. That's a good <laughs> fit over there. The way you said that. This one's hilarious. Who's this? Mm. Peter? <laughs> Peter Griffin? <laughs> <laughs> no. 
No. It's Peter Griffin from Family Guy. <laughs> he looks like, yo, this dude literally did nothing but put green pants on and a shirt and some glasses, and he looks just like him. Oh, that's hilarious. I worked I all year on this. <laughs> right. <laughs> he has the best voice, too. <laughs> oh, that's the winner right there. Handsome Squidward. <laughs> Yo. Why? It's the posh, it's the it's the picture for me. It's the profile. <laughs> Wait. That dude is legit Peter? He does the voiceover? Oh Seriously? Video of it. Oh wow. What is Rob Rob Franzis? Franzis? Rob Franzis? Yeah. F R A N Z. Does he actually do the Peter Griffin voice, or he's just really good at it? Let me see if I. Where is it? Here we go. He does the voice. Wow. I'm posting the link in chat right now. There's the link to his Instagram. It's in what? Discord? Oh, in chat. Wow. Peter Griffin for real. Hi, guys. Real Life Peter Griffin here wishing a happy and healthy oh, he's, Halloween. He's for pretty me, good. Real Life Peter Griffin and my little furry son, Joey Katana. And as you can see, he's wearing his little uh, bat wings there. And uh, we're going to go trick-or-treating with my little niece. And uh, it's going to be freaking sweet. Happy Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> he's pretty good. <laughs> he's he's awesome. He seems like a cool dude. Oh, handsome Squidward. Yeah, we did. It. Oh, that was it. So that was it for that New York uh, Comic Con. I want to go one year to New York. I just want to go to Comic Con, New York or regular Comic Con. Either way, Baltimore Comic Con is right down the street from us. A less than an hour drive. Really? Mm-hmm. There's a two hundred thousand people. Because I don't want you know? 200,000 people here. <laughs> it's definitely not 200,000. It wasn't that. The last time I went, it wasn't that many people. It is nice space to walk around and not touch anybody. Yeah, that sounds like a great convention. <laughs> yeah, because. It's still touching people. It's what perfect. Was that one that they had a couple months ago, and it looked like people were just like literally bumping up against each other. Oh, I that was a panic attack. Where was that? That was TwitchCon. Oh, that was TwitchCon? Yeah. You're joking. No, it was. <laughs> TwitchCon was the one that had like a whole bunch of people at it. Y'all want to take a guess at how many people were at Baltimore Comic Con? Four. Not 200,000. Not Definitely not 200,000. <laughs> not even 100,000. What? No, definitely not 100,000. I'll say 28,000. Close. 15,000. Damn, that ain't close. <laughs> it's closer than what Ricky G said. Ricky G said 48K. That's still pretty good. Well, their their venue isn't as big, though. Correct. That's why they moved uh, Otakon from the Baltimore Convention Center to the D.C. Convention Center. Fun so fact. More people. Mm-hmm. And then the pandemic hit, so there we go. The pandemic. <laughs> the pandemic messed everything up. 
It did. It really did change everything up. But do you think this podcast would exist if the pandemic didn't hit? Mm, yeah, I think so. Because we didn't make it to after the pandemic. Exactly. No, that's act. Well, yeah, that's true. Because like we did it. We we did a test run way before the pandemic, and that never went anywhere. Oh yeah, you're right. We're because Crimson Comet started it, and we had a couple of podcasts, like two, maybe three, and then it just fizzled out. But that was like when everybody first started streaming. So it's like nobody had the gear. He was the only one who had stuff, so it was like it was terrible, terrible. All right, next news story. This comes from Kotaku. Also, also, Xbox automatically banned 4 million accounts for cheating or botting in 2022. According to Microsoft's... Yeah. According to Microsoft's digital transparency report, most bots get proactively kicked off Xbox platform. Uh, by CC Jiang, Microsoft recently published an Xbox transparency report that offers some details on how it moderated its online services during the first six months of 2022. According to the publisher's report, most enforcements were proactive, which means that Xbox issued a ban in most cases before anyone had reported that an account was misbehaving. Out of those bans, nearly 4.33 million were for cheating or inauthentic accounts. This doesn't necessarily mean that millions of bad actors are roving around trying to muck up your online games. Microsoft claims that 99.99% of the time, it automatically bans AKE accounts as soon as they're created. According to Microsoft Auto- Automation, helps helps to find resolution sooner, reduce the need for human review, and further reduce the impact of toxic content on human moderators. Other forms of harassment the Xbox machine moderates include sexual content, fraud, harassment, profanity, and phishing. But they make up a minuscule amount of things that you can get banned for. Over the six-month period, Xbox detection software banhammered fewer than half a million accounts for transgressions in those categories. Probably goes without saying that software has a harder time figuring out what harassment, what's harassment and what's not. That being so, Microsoft reports that everyday users play a prominent role in shaping the environment for Xbox online gaming, specifically when it comes to comments, user-generated content, and bad sportsmanship. During the reported six-month period, players made 33 million such reports to customer service. These reports are also reviewed by software before being escalated to a human moderator. Despite handling a whopping 33 million human-generated reports, Microsoft says the number represents 36% decline compared to the same period last year. It's not clear if that means that online games on Xbox are less toxic compared to a year ago or if players are not reporting incidents for other reasons. Of course, machines have less discerning judgment than human moderators, and Microsoft did review 151,000 appeals by players who felt that they had been unfairly banned. But if you ever have to make an appeal... It wouldn't be too hopeful about I wouldn't be too hopeful about your odds. Microsoft's data shows that only six percent of accounts that go through the appeal process ever get reinstated. The vast majority of the time, Microsoft seems quite sure about its decision to ban you from its service. So think real hard about whether or not you might want to say that slur in the chat. Bro, I wonder wow. <laughs> This is pretty crazy because I wonder how many I wonder how many accounts like overall platforms get banned. Probably like a that. lot. That is a lot. Four million for one year. And I still get messages in my Xbox talking about like crazy stuff. So it in um for for me, 
I don't have I never really got messages like that for Halo, but definitely for multiverses. I got a lot of hate messages for multiverses and I didn't report only one of them I blocked, but I never re- reported anyone cuz they, you know, I get called all kinds of wa- weird things. But none of the example, give me an example. Uh um you know neck from the back looking. Nah, I'm joking. With you. <laughs> 21. So, <laughs> 21. <laughs> so, so, um, it makes me wonder because it's funny. Zero Temp told me that he noticed that a lot of people are not coming back to Halo. So, Halo's losing numbers. And I'm thinking to myself, well, the esports scene is doing very well. And that's probably because they're not getting banned. They're probably competing and they're not playing with um you know the general public and, and getting these these accounts stolen or or banned or so are or you blocked. talking about like halo infinite yes <clears throat> i think i think that's a combination because halo infinite is in a weird still in a bad place right now like there's not a lot of content coming out and i know people were upset about that and there's the rumor, not even the rumor, they said they're going to be moving to a new engine. So, Halo Infinite might be getting redone in the, not the near future, but that could be part of the reason like a lot of people stepped away from it. Like, multiplayer and it's cool and stuff, but there's not enough, there's not enough, like, carrot on the stick for you to want to keep playing. And there's still a grind to get some of the stuff in the game. Yeah. Exactly, and there's not that much to get, so it's like, damn. <laughs> so I I, I kind of see it both ways, because that's kind of like I fell off from Infinite really quick too, because there just wasn't enough to chase. Like the season pass passes weren't worth it. Like there wasn't enough content there. There wasn't enough maps in the game. Like, yeah, it was just ridiculous the amount of content that they launched to it. If they had just like waited another year. And they released the game with more content. Yeah, because the the content period it just comes out too slow. Like shoot, they didn't get like new content for like almost a whole year. That's a long time, actually. Considering they promised us we were gonna get a uh, what is it campaign cooperative gameplay, and that never happened. They canceled that. Yeah, they canceled that altogether, right? Yeah, well, it they didn't cancel it until after the game came out. So right, exactly. Which is a bummer, like, come on, Halo and no co-op. Come on, what is this? (laughs) Exactly. But, yeah, have you ever, you ever had an account banned? I've never had an account banned. I have, but not for Halo. No, just in general, like any kind of account. Tactical Ops, I don't know if anyone remembers the game. You know, how did you get banned? Well, alright, so I used to compete i used to be competitive in gaming i used to be a competitor and uh i think i got banned from tactical ops which is similar to um what's the game counter-strike similar to counter-strike but it's using the unreal engine and it's a mod of the unreal game so i got banned for i to be honest with you i don't fully understand why i got banned but one thing's for sure I got banned from the game, and eventually I had to make a whole new account, and then I was able to come back. Does that say they just sensitive out here? Yes, that is true. So <laughs> she was talking about the book. Oh yeah, that that too. 
<laughs> How dare they ban me? All I wanted to do was be a good competitor. That's all. I ain't ever been banned. That's crazy. <laughs> well, you you play by the rules. That's that's that makes you a good person. Nah, I just don't. I don't respond to messages. Oh yeah, that, that all. I got banned from Discord group because of my name. Oh, really? Wow. Just because of your name? That's rude. I don't. I don't. I don't think I got banned for for my name. My name either was Blackstyle, uh, Dead Guy X, or Yanonek. Oh, or mm. Young D. Uh, <laughs> you probably hey, got banned for that. That's why you got banned. <laughs> That's probably where you got banned. The but D I... stands for dog. <laughs> just stop. Just stop. Next, next news story. All right. So, uh, Devolver Digital, uh, one of my favorite developers. I guess they're coming out with a new game where you pee on everything. Uh, this game where you pee on everything is hilarious. Sometimes Mick Pixel 3 is more sophisticated than it sometimes kick. Sometimes you kick stuff in the groin. What? Okay. <laughs> Thank God for the idiotic joy of Mick Pixel, a much overlooked game from 20. This is a 2012 game. Oh my God! I'm gonna go download it. Far too many people fail to recognize the semiotic brilliance of its sophisticated puzzles based on innovative solutions centered around kicking people in their groin and peeing on stuff. A decade later, finally a sequel, McPixel 3, is with us. In case you're somehow unfamiliar with the now free McPixel even better, it's free. It was a game that was in a complex series of turns, a spoof of MacGruber's spoof of MacGyver, a collection of WarriorWare-ish minigames. Each of its 100 or so levels was a 20-second challenge to prevent a bomb from exploding. Most likely by weeing on something. Or if that fails, by kicking someone else in the willy. And importantly, failure was very much the point. The more you failed, the more gags you saw. Yes, it absolutely, it absolutely was extremely childish, but also very funny. Given the passing 10 years, you'll not be surprised to learn that McPixel has matured as a concept. Where once it was a game by, about solving roughly 100 nonsensical levels via linear, linear progression... Now it's a game about solving roughly 100 nonsensical puzzles from a central hub world. Fortunately, the puzzles themselves are still focused on kicking things, weeing on stuff, and kicking things you just weed on. The format in this second game is much the same. Each level is a collection of six mini-levels played in rotation until you find the correct solutions for any, whittling them down until all six are tickled off. <laughs> or ticked off. <laughs> In the process, you find as many as a dozen incorrect endings, with the in incentive to go back and 100% them later. Each is a ridiculous and confusing scenario with a goal opaque and means to reach it, reach it rarely logical, which is perfect. The joy of McPixel is just clicking on stuff and then watching the stupid shit that follows. For instance, you might be on a train that's on a train that's probably hurtling to its doom. In your carriage are a couple of people. One of them sat holding an empty fishbowl on her lap. There's a fish on the floor. So, having played any point-and-click game ever, you assume you should put the fish in the bowl. Pick up the fish, and yes, that's okay. Doesn't end the level. Click on the fishbowl, and McPixel dives headfirst into it, then curls up inside the water while the train flies off the tracks to everyone's death. 
You could all, you could also flush the fish down a toilet, but it turns out this is for no other reason than to tick off the action in the levels 100% list. You could kick someone, but it doesn't help. What does work is jumping out the window where the McPixel gets up, runs wily e. Coyote style to the front of the speeding locomotive, and pushes it to slow it down so no one dies. Yeah, it's idiotic, but that's why this game is so much fun. This is all about being surprised and laughing out loud. I've had just the worst week and awful time. Remnants are still lingering around me, but playing this today has lifted me out of funk, out of my funk and had me loudly laughing. That's a pretty amazing achievement and makes the game worth every penny. I love the intervening ten I love that intervening 10 years hasn't re resulted in an attempt to make significantly more involved game, just a much better one. It's a slicker, less clumsy creation with all sorts of silly twists on the WarriorWare-esque format of 20 to 60 second levels, and it's just incredibly childish. Childish, A game where peeing on stuff so very often is the answer, and where causing someone else to blow up is considered to be saving the day. Uh, you can get McPixel 3 on its own for 10 bucks, or pick up the original game as well in the McPixel 3 trilogy for the same price. It's out on Steam, GOG, Xbox, and Switch. I was about to say, I hope this game's on Switch. Because yeah. I would love to play this on Switch, like especially like at work. I want to see. Trying to, I want to find some gameplay. It's funny because chat's like, "Yeah, I'll play this game too." Everybody seems to want to play this game. So <laughs> peeing on stuff and kicking someone in the willy it just seems to be magical way of getting someone to play your game. <laughs> I just wish I had thought of it first. Look. People like to wake up and choose violence. This is the perfect game for them to do that. Perfect game. Legally. So this is the first McPixel that's free right now. Is this really it? Okay. Are we about to watch the guy pee on stone? I'm so confused. Look at the phone, how old it is. <laughs> Yo, that's the first iPhone. in the world. You know what? I've seen this game before. Have you? Yeah, seriously. It's on Steam. What? <laughs> Yo, what? <laughs> what is happening? They kick someone in the, the net, but they Yo, hold on. Them. Did he? What did he just do with that bone? <laughs> he gave the cow a bone. 99 cents on Oh, it's 99 cents on Steam right now. Yeah, they said it was free, though. The first one. Was that Luffy behind him? <laughs> right, because that's how it works. I really like the music. <laughs> Are they making out? What is going Yo. on? <laughs> Far 
listeners at home, please check out Mech Pixel. It is the most ridiculous game I've seen in a while. Well, now I gotta see Mech Pixel 3. <laughs> they said it's not as linear as a hub-based game now. Oh boy, he's growing up. Oh, it looks better. The graphics got better. Sure, have it. Looks cleaner. Wow. This game is uh, a lot more in depth than I thought. For this character in Smash, we would not have known nothing. <laughs> what? <laughs> we punched a Tyrannosaurus Rex. It's his space, bro. I'm all, look, I'm all about this game. <laughs> this is my kind of fucking game. <laughs> like, serious, like that, it definitely looks like a feel good, like just laugh my ass off by myself type game. It does. It looks like something you would just play to unwind after work or something. Which is exactly why I need it on Switch. So, like, when you're at work and you just get pissed at work, you just pull it out <laughs> and just start playing and laughing your ass off. It looks like a good game. Alright. So, we're going to get to our last story, which is the Game Awards. Just announce the nominees and the categories are in, and if you guys want to jump in and say anything. But, before that, I want you guys to watch this Instagram post. And then I'm going to put a poll in chat. All right. Listen, guys. Look, all I'm saying is corks are way better than devil fruits, bro. You're joking, right? Like, actually kidding? Bro, I'm dead serious. People are born with corks, bro. That means they can nurture their power from the day they're born until the day that they die. Y'all people got to eat a fruit in order to obtain power. That's whack. You just said something key, bro. At least my people have a choice. If they want a specific power, all they have to do is find that powerful pineapple, eat it, and they have that power. But if your people are born with a whack cork, like shooting a laser from their stomach and getting a stomachache after every time they do it, then they have no choice but to live with that. Wow. See, I was going to keep it respectful, but at least my people can swim. Yeah. I don't have all that power, but if I throw you in an eight-foot pool, then you're helpless. I'd rather have the power to throw purple balls from my head than eat a devil fruit. Devil <laughs> <laughs> fruit. And there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Quirks versus, uh, quirks versus devil fruits. I'm going to post the poll in chat. And I want to see the answers. Hard war. <laughs> my my his, question his is: His videos are hilarious. Oh, you know this guy? Uh, I stumbled upon him somehow, <laughs> um, and he does a lot of the big three content. 
So he he's hilarious. Anything about anime, I'm in for. Um, I I am curious to find out. Uh, what is it? In in uh, what is it called? Um, My Hero Academia. It, does everyone get powers? Or some kind of quirk? Midoriya did not have a quirk before. So there are people who sometimes don't get one. No, so it's kind of like mutants, right? Not everybody gets one. Uh, but the majority of people have some sort of Not the majority, quirk. no. Oh. Maybe, no, I don't know. I don't know what the math is on that. <clears throat> But yeah, it's get it. So quirks are more genetic. It's pretty much like mutants. So I some see. people get them, some people don't. That's the whole pretty much story of the whole series. I want to go with devil fruit, but I'm gonna stick with court. I'm gonna stick with court because I don't like the fact that I can't swim. I, I'd rather be able to shoot laser beams out my pinky toe than. <laughs> <laughs> be some come to a pool party you know the fact wanna... that we knew who he was talking about with that devil either <laughs> <You're me>. right <laughs> oh my stomach <laughs> so like that has to be the worst. no but that's like true though because if, if you just born with a quirk like because you know if you watch my hair academic some people got quirks and they look kind of jacked up like oh. like they be looking jacked up but at least, with, at least with the devil fruit, if you eat the devil fruit, you know what you're getting into. <laughs> you just... That's a good point. <laughs> and plus with the devil... Hmm. With the devil fruits, it's only one. Like, if you eat a devil fruit, you're the only one with that power. Quirks, you can kind of have similar powers. I made my vote. I'm curious who wins. Y'all got like five minutes to vote. <laughs> while i'm waiting on that we go on to the next story all right so the next story is going to be the game award nom nominees all right so uh game game awards 22 2022 is coming up and they announced the nominees uh, your phone won't pull pull up the poll wait oh no that's a you didn't spell the right poll we ain't got no strippers over here <laughs> P Valley. That's why you can't find it. <laughs> Down in the valley where the girls. Oh, the game awards. Like this. Yo, what's up, Dax man? Uh, the game awards has announced its nominees for 2022 and has a selected by a global jury of more than 100 media publications and influencer outlets. Uh, so Game Awards is going to be, what is this? Users can vote now in all categories via authenticated online voting on the official website as well via the official Game Awards voting bot on Discord. Voting will end on December 7th at 6 p.m. Pacific and 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, the Game Awards 22 will air live on December 8th across more than 40 global video platforms. And, okay, so here's a full list of the nominees. All right. So for so for Ooh. game of the year, we Y'all want to make a prediction. We can make predictions. I got. Oh, somebody I write did. them down. You gonna write them down for us? Yeah, I'm gonna write them down. 
Yeah, let's make our predictions. That way we can come back and uh, see how many we get right. And then, I'm doing on notepad. Yeah, we need to make a bet on whoever gets the most right. Ah, You and this betting thing. <laughs> Game over. It's a problem. It's a <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So the game of the year. So this is the game of year nominees. A Plague Tale Requiem, uh, which is on Game Pass. If you haven't played it, you can play it. Elden Ring, which everybody knows what Elden Ring is. God of War Ragnarok. I already know what Professor Deck is voting for. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West. Stray, the cat game. I see Stray winning. Stray and Xenoblade uh, Chronicles 3. Alright. You who what, what are you picking? I'm go I'm going with uh Stray winning. However, I see God of War or Elden Ring winning. For game of the year? Yeah. I am gonna say I'm gonna say Elden Ring. Oh Elden Ring, okay. That's gonna be my smart choice. I want it to be stray though. Because so here's the thing with game of the year, like they don't really have like there's no like specific criteria, right? For what the game of the year is. They just put the games up there and then people vote. I oh shoot. And with the Devil Fruits versus Quirks, the Pirates win, so Devil Fruits sixty seven percent. It's a lot of smart people here. A lot of smart people. <laughs> so but I really I want Stray to win, but I think Elden Ring is gonna win. The only reason I want Stray to win is because it was so different, and it is different. they actually used a cat to get like the, like they put mocaps on a cat to actually get the movements of the cat for the game. That's cool. Yeah, it's that's pretty awesome. But I'm gonna go Elden Ring. So write that one down for me. Your your Elden Ring, Ricky G, Xenoblade. I don't have anything for Lily. I don't have anything for Rainbow. I don't oh, have I think for... possibly Elden Ring. Elden Ring. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. For best game direction, awarded for outstanding. Okay, wait. Okay, so for their criteria for game of the year, it actually says recognizing a game that delivers the absolute best experience across all creative and technical fields. Shoot, that changes my answer. That could be, uh, <laughs> what's the other game called? Uh, so it was Plague Tale, Elden Ring, God of War, Horizon, Forbidden West, Stray, and Xenoblade Chronicles. I'm going to say Horizon, Forbidden West, then. Shoot. I'm still going to say Elden Ring. I'll go with Elden Ring. <laughs> All right, the next category is Best Game Direction. Awarded for Outstanding Creative Vision, Innovative In-Game Direction, and Design. Shit. Elden Ring. So the games that they got are Elden Ring, God of War, Horizon Forbidden West, Immortality, and Stray. Or Horizon. Horizon. I'm going to say best game direction is Stray. Ooh. Switching it up. Yeah, I'm going to go with Stray for that one. This is stressful. It is a little bit. I, just as a heads up, I'm not taking note of these. I'm only checking out, I'm taking note for game of the year. Now you got to do all of them. I'm not the world's fastest typer over here. Okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll just keep. We'll just keep our own, 
And we'll okay. go by the honor system. Honor system. Honor system. All right. So let me write mine down real quick. It is on tape, so. <laughs> oh, that's true. It is on video. Uh, okay. Oh, sweetie, come back, please. Just say it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, for best direction is awarded for outstanding creative vision, innovation, and game direction and design. And you have Elden Ring, God of War, Horizon Forbidden West, Immortality, and Stray. Stray. Yeah, I'm going with Stray for that one, too. Best narrative. For outstanding storytelling and narrative development in a game. So. Or, or pl it's, the plague. It's Plague Tale, Elden Ring, God of War, Horizon Forbidden West, Immortality. Man, these games got nominated for a lot. For real. And they're all by, like, Sony. Sony, Namco. So, you got From Software, Sobo Studio, Santa Monica Studio. So, two from Sony, and then Namco and Focus Entertainment. For Best Narrative, I haven't played Ragnarok yet, but I'm pretty sure... Dang, it's, it's going to be a Plague Tale or between God of War Ragnarok. Mm -hmm. I and I don't... I don't even know the story for for Plague Tale, but I've heard that's good the one with the rats. Remember we? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard we very were... good things. Uh, I see Plague Tale one of that one for the narrative possibly or God of War. Oh, I'm gonna. Or I'm Elden gonna, Ring. Elden Ring doesn't have a story, bro. It doesn't, bro. <laughs> it does not. Mm -hmm. yeah. it does I don't understand. Story? If it does, I don't understand it. So that can't be good. That can't be good. I'm going to go with God of War for that one, too. Dang. Now, you know, I, I'm going to jump out the bush with this. I'm going to go Plague Tale. I'm going to just pick Plague Tale. Best Art Direction is the next category. For Outstanding, Creative, and or Technical Achievement in Artistic Design and Animation. Alright, so you got Elden Ring. God of War again, Horizon Forbidden West, Scorn, and Stray. For best art direction. Yep. Oh, Outstanding creative and or technical achievement in artistic design and animation. Stray. Mm -hmm. I'm going with Stray for that one. Stray or Scorn for me. Okay. You're you're creating a world, and anytime you create your own world, that is a form. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna go with stray or scorn. Yeah, Dax is right. The Elden Ring was beautiful. It was, it was a beautiful game. Okay. Uh, best score in music for outstanding music, inclusive of score, original song, and or licensed soundtrack. Plague Tale, Elden Ring, God of War, Ragnarok. Metal Hellsinger and Xenoblade Chronicles. Three. I think Xenoblade. Chronicles yeah, I would say Xenoblade. I'm gonna say Xenoblade too. <laughs> but God of War music do be on point. Oh man. I go. I don't need. What is Metal Hellsinger? Hold on. That's a great question because I couldn't answer that one. Two Feathers composer. First person shooter rhythm. What? Oh, it's a rhythm game. Oh, yeah, but it looks like. What the hell? Shit. Oh, Hellsinger wins by Professor Dexter, he says. Hellsinger wins? 
Let me play this trailer because I don't know what this is. <laughs> when we started this project, we... there's a strong Dude. chance that uh, Xenoblade would win this one. This is all if... about metal music. Oh, it's metal. Mm -hmm. Looks oh. cool. I, I see Elden Ring winning this one or Plague Tale. Okay. Or maybe God will. God will. So best score, I'm gonna still say Xenoblade. I'll say Xenoblade, mm -hmm. just because that's all I know. I I don't know. I don't know Metal <laughs> Hellsinger. Uh, best audio design, recognizing the best in-game audio and sound design. Call of Duty: Modern Warfare 2, Elden Ring, God of War: Ragnarok, Gran Turismo 7, Horizon Forbidden West. Ooh, best in-game audio and sound design. Probably Gran Turismo because you know they're doing their research and <laughs> capturing actual car sounds. I know that's what I want to say too, but was Gran Turismo Probably. 7 even good? Ooh. That's not the question <laughs> though. That's not the question though. It's that's for audio question. design. Yeah, but you got to think people, people are voting. So if nobody's playing the game, how are they even going to know? How would they know? They're gonna they know. know. They're gonna know. <laughs> no gonna know. Best audio design is going. I'm I'm just gonna say Call of Duty. I'm still gonna stick with uh um what's it called? Gran Turismo. I'm gonna say Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 just because it's up there. Oh it is on there. And best performance? Awarded to an individual for voice over acting Ashley motion. Birch. Okay. Oh yeah, Not Ashley Birch for Horizon Forbidden West, Charlotte McBurney for Plague Tale, Christopher Judge God of War, Man Engage Immortality, and Sonny Soljic God of War Ragnarok. Yeah, I'm, I'm going Christopher be. Judge. Christopher Judge, you look him up. You better get this. Christopher Judge. You don't know who Christopher Judge is, bro? Of course I do. We play <laughs> basketball every Sunday. <laughs> Why is he lying? <laughs> yeah, I know this guy, man. What you mean? He was, um, um what's the dude name from Stargate SG9? Okay. SG7? SG5. <laughs> Games for impact. For a thought-provoking game with a pro-social meaning or message. Oh man. Okay. A memoir blue. As does falls. Citizen sleeper. Endling extinction is forever. Hindsight and I was a teenage exo colonist. I don't know none of these. Mean one of them. either. So this is gonna be a wild card. I'm going with as does falls. Wait. Xbox Studios like made that one. Viewers. I'm I'm just gonna go I'm just gonna pick one. I'm going to as dust falls. I'm a teenage exocistness. Exocolonist. There's no other one, Citizen Sleeper. That sounds very familiar, actually. What is that? Citizen Sleeper. See, this sucks when you have a job, you don't get to play all these games. Any of these awesome games. Citizen Sleeper. Whoa, what is this? Looks cool. My it's an RPG. 
I like the music in it. What is a dust? What did I vote for? <laughs> oh, Who's as the, okay, I know this game. It? I'm going as Dust Falls. Yeah, I'm just Dust Falls. Go I am. Games for impact. What does that mean for a thought-provoking, uh, thought-provoking game? game with pro-social meaning or message? Mm, I'm gonna go with uh, the one uh, Rainbow chose. Citizen, Citizen Sleeper. Sleeper? I yeah, was a teenage exocolonist. That, that's what you're going with? As Dust Falls. <laughs> 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 Alright. Best ongoing game? Alright. Awarded to the game for outstanding development of ongoing content that evolves the player experience over time. Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy 14, Fortnite, Genshin Impact. I'm going to go with Genshin. I'm going to go with Genshin. <laughs> so... Final Fantasy XIV won last year. It did? Oh, I yeah. thought it was going Fortnite. Did they just have an expansion come out this year, or was that last year? No, the expansion was last year. I think it was last year. Yeah. So, I'm definitely not... Look, I love Destiny 2, but I hate it. So, <laughs> I'm not going with that. Ooh, Apex Legends did have... Man, they had a lot of content come out yeah, in the past year. A lot. Final Fantasy has the largest community. That involves the player. Awarded to the game for astounding, outstanding development of ongoing content that evolves the player experience over time. I am going to go with Apex Legends this year. I think that's a good choice. I'm going to stick with Genshin only because... Oh, it could be Fortnite, though. Because Fortnite yeah, because did come out with all them new modes, like the zero build mode. That Shit. changed it. It, it did. might be Fortnite. I'm going to change mine. Fortnite for Yano. That's that's my final decision. I refuse uh, to go for Fortnite. So you're picking Whoa, Fortnite. Good. Good job. No. No. <laughs> no. Okay. Best indie game. For outstanding creative and technical achievement in a game made outside the traditional publisher system. This is going to well, be a tough... Well, we know tough... which one you're voting for. Call no, of the Lamb. No, this Cold is going to be Lamb. a very tough one for me. So, Call of the Lamb. Excellent fucking video game. Neon White. Another excellent video game. It was like parkour with like shoot, crazy like anime oh. style. Oh, it was dope. Sifu. I didn't play Sifu. Yeah, I didn't play Sifu, but I, you know, the whole idea of it was amazing to me. Stray, I played Stray. Really did. Oh, and Tunic? Okay. They picked all bangers for these indies. Oh, god damn. Shit. I can you know Tunic? Based on what I played, yeah, Tunic is so go good. Sifu. Rainbow, so you're only going to choose the game that you have played, so you're going with... Sifu. Sifu. That was a good game. Mm-hmm. Best indie game. I see... Because it, it... I only heard of Seafood and Stray, and I did not know Stray was a indie game. So I see Stray winning this For category. outstanding creative and technical achievement in a game made outside the traditional publisher system. To be honest, I think Stray's going to win. But I want Cult of the Lamb to win. So I'll pick Cult of the Lamb. <laughs> but Neon White, oh my god, it was so... Uh, Cult of the Lamb. 
Cold of the Land. <laughs> best mobile game. Or the best game playable on mobile device. This is easy for me. Apex Legends Mobile, Diablo Immortal, Genshin Impact, Marvel Snap, Tower of Fantasy. I'm going with Marvel Snap. If you guys have not played Marvel Snap, bro, you are missing it's out. Worth, worth oh my god. I, If you start playing that game, it's a card game. It The, the matches last like probably like a minute, two minutes, if that. And it's so there's so many levels to the game, building the decks. I've never been this invested in a digital card game ever in my life. Wow, oh, that's saying something. And it just right. came out like, yeah, oh my you god. You sold me. Just try it. The only thing I don't like about it is there isn't like a, like I can't you can't verse your friends yet. Oh, well, that's the only thing out. I don't like. But every every match that you play is versus a real person. How do you know? Well, they have, they do have some bot matches, but you can tell by the names. But yeah, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going Marvel Snap for that one. I'm going Genshin. I haven't even heard of Towers of Fantasy. Me neither. But I'm still going Marvel Snap. All right, best community support, recognizing a game for outstanding community support, transparency, responsiveness, inclusive of social media activity, and game updates slash patches. Oh, this is a pretty good one. Uh, Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy 14, Fortnite, No Man's Sky. I am actually going to vote for Destiny 2 on this one. I think Bungie has been one of the most transparent companies in the past couple years about what's going on with their game whether it's good or bad they they are on it their social media is jumping when it comes to like the stuff going on with destiny 2 and they always they're, they're like always active <clears throat> so i'm gonna go with Des- bungie for this one for community support i am confident mm-hmm. that what is it final, final fantasy went into this category for best community I just don't know. Uh, Maybe Apex. I don't know. I don't know about Apex. I, I, I don't know. Maybe. I'll just go. I'm going with Bungie. Because I follow Apex and I follow Bungie. I follow Respawn. I follow Bungie. I follow Epic. Yeah. I just follow Square Enix. I don't know. I, I just, you know, algorithm. Maybe it's just sending me Destiny stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, innovation and a- accessibility recognizing software and or hard- this is a lot of categories how many categories they got a lot it's over two hours worth of uh, okay well let me skip this category <laughs> innovation no innovation. well innovation of ac- accessibility I don't really know anything about that so I can't really best virtual reality yeah, I want to vote for virtual yeah, reality. Let's yeah. Let's go virtual. I see Among Us winning that one. And All right, so for it yet. best game experience playable in virtual reality and augmented reality, irrespective of the platform, Afterfall, Among Us VR, Bone Lab, Moss Book 2, Red Matter 2. <clears throat> I'm just going to say Among Us because it looks cool. <laughs> best action game. For the best game and action genre, focus primarily on combat. Bayonetta 3, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Neon White, Seafood, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge. I'm going Shredder's Revenge. I'm going Shredder's Revenge. 
That was a fantastic game. Although I haven't played it since. <laughs> <laughs> what? I haven't played it since we played that uh, community game night. Because we beat it. We did beat it. Best action slash adventure for best action adventure game combining combat and traversal and puzzle solving. Plague Tale, God of War, Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, or Tunic. Oh, man. Shoot. Oh, man. I'm going to say Tunic, actually. Tunic. <clears throat> Which one is this? Action adventure? Yeah. Stray. Best role playing. Elden Ring. Live Alive, Live a Live, Pokemon Legends, Arceus, Triangle Strategy, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. For best Elden game design with rich player character customization and progression, including massive multiplayer experiences. Can you say that in some of these games? No. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> I was about to say. Elden Ring still. Elden Ring? <laughs> yeah. That was my choice until he started spouting off all that other stuff. I'm like, wait a minute. I don't know. Pokemon Legends Arceus. Best fighting. For the best game design, primarily around head-to-head combat. DNF Duel, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, All-Star Battle R, The King of Fighters. What is that, 15? 15. Multiverses. Sifu. I know I'm going to get a lot of flack for this, but Multiverses or Seafoods is who I want to see win. I'm going King of Fighters for this one. It is a good game. King of Fighters 15 is really good. Best Family Game. For best game appropriate for family play, irrespective of genre or platform. Kirby of Forgotten Land. That's my vote. Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. Mario Rabbit Sparks of Hope. Nintendo Switch Sports. Oh, shit. Splatoon 3. Splatoon 3. <laughs> Splatoon 3. Easy answer. <laughs> I mean, think about it. It's something that parents can play with their kids. Yeah, but it says best game it's appropriate so for family play, irrespective of genre. Man, Switch Sports is going to end up winning it. Watch. <laughs> best simulation and strategy. Best game focused on real-time, turn-based, or strategy gameplay. Mm, I'm skipping it. <laughs> best sports race. Best sports or racing. What? Best sports slash racing. How? What? <laughs> racing a sport, but for it, it, best it traditional and non-traditional sports and racing game f122 fifa 23 nba 2k 23 grand tourism 7 ali ali world easy Ugh. answer fifa 23 fifa 23 for real now not this that. is a list of who we think is going to win not a list of who we want to win all right i'm gonna That's say it. i'm gonna say 23. FIFA 23 was not good. It wasn't? F1 22. Mm -hmm. That's Uh, a Formula 1 racing. 2K23 wasn't good either. To me. I'm going to go F1 22. I'm going 2K23 for the culture. For the culture. (laughs) (laughs) Best multiplayer for outstanding online multiplayer gameplay and design, including co op and massive multiplayer experiences, irrespective of game genre. Call of Duty, Multiverses, Overwatch 2, Splatoon 3, Teenage Mutant Turtle Shredder's Revenge. 
Oh my god. <laughs> Easy answer. <laughs> of course. There's Splatoon 3. I'm going Splatoon 3. I didn't realize Splatoon 3 got nominated so much for, on this. That's crazy. Oh, content creator of the year. I'm not even going to do it. No idea who, who are those about. names? I they don't know. If I saw big... a picture of them, I'll probably. <clears throat> Best debut indie Neon White, Norco, Stray Tunic, Vampire Survivors. Oh, that's a good category. Yeah. Uh, I'll probably do Vampire Survivors. Same. Best adaptation, recognizing outstanding creative work. Okay, look. All right. I'm skipping that one. Most anticipated. Skipping that one too. Best esports. No. Most anticipated. You can okay. Final Fantasy. What is it? Sixteen. Hogwarts Legacy. Resident Evil Four. Starfield. The Legend of Zelda. Tears of the Kingdom. We can skip that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Starfield for Dex. Or or Hogwarts Legacy. Ooh, that's yeah. Uh, best East. Not, no, not doing that. Nope, nope, nope. Oh, that's it. We made it through the list, guys. We made Every, it. Yay! Everything Let's else go. is esports. What's it? Let's do the last one. The best esports event. I think Evo. Is that what it says? Event. Oh, recognizing an event across a single multiple days that delivered the best of class experience for participants and broadcast audience. Evo 2022-2022 League of Legends World Championships, PGL Major Antwerp 2022, Valorant, the 2022 Mid-Season Invitational. This year's Worlds, a League of Legends Worlds competition was so good. The end was, it was climactic. It was a really good competition. I will admit uh, it's between Evo and and uh, League of Legends Worlds. Pokemon Championships. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Orgasmic. Orgasmic. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so that was the last story for today. Uh Man, there is one more story I want to say. It's kind of a spoiler. Oh, man. Talk about it. What was it? Mm-hmm. It's about Pokemon. Oh, it comes out tomorrow, right? No, not the game. This anime. <clears throat> Pokemon anime? Oh, right. About a spoiler. It is a spoiler. Look, uh, so let me just say this. Before, I'm not going to say anything about it except that if you want to watch it, go on po- Pokemon Ultimate Journeys. And if you ever watched Pokemon the animated series as a kid, it is about Ash. It, if you watched it at all, it doesn't matter if you stopped watching the show like 10 years ago. It doesn't matter. Watch this last series. It's like 12. It's like not even. It's like 14 episodes. They just did a crazy episode. And there's like two, two or three more episodes left just to like tie everything off. Oh, wow. But this is going to be like your entire childhood like wrapped in once. I already watched watched it. It's on Netflix. It's pretty great. You might Without, cry. 
Oh right. man, it's that serious? <laughs> it's oh. that serious, man. Without spoiling it, does he get back Mankey? Kinda. Oh wow. That okay. kinda? It oh man, you just gotta watch it. They do some right. crazy stuff. Sounds like we Look. need to have a watch party. They watch do some party crazy stuff. It's really good. Pokemon Ultimate Journeys. Alright. What yeah, watch it. Watch it. You'll love it. Alright. Uh Usually at the end of the show, we do our uh, get into the pot of gold segment with Rainbow. It's the Night Kids Q&A. If you guys got any questions, post them in. Me, Yano, and Rainbow. Well, Rainbow might answer. Me and Yano will answer. Uh, <laughs> if, if Rainbow got some questions, go ahead and uh, let him rip. And then we can... Well, you stole one of my questions. Oh, oh. You, that the, oh well, she devil fruit. <laughs> I, I, I dropped it in chat to remind myself. <laughs> I thought you wanted me to post it. I was like, oh, it's a link and everything. Cool. It was a reminder for me. Well, Devil Fruit. Yeah, no. I, I feel oh, like yeah. Devil Fruit is not so easy to obtain, but given a randomly chosen. That's the point. And give, it is, that's the point of it, yeah, because if you could easily get it. But I don't like the fact that I wouldn't be able to swim anymore. Okay, so what if your quirk? Your quirk was turning into a pile of shit. I would be the best piece of shit on this planet. I'll tell you that much. You'd I'd be, be complete... the most noticeable record. Or like way. if your quirk was like uncontrollable shits. Ooh. That's horrible. <laughs> Every time you sneeze, shit comes out. I'd wear a diaper 24 7 and no one would need to know. Dex said that's already my I got a patty. <laughs> be funky. That's what I'm saying. I don't want no random quirk. Like. <laughs> Because if you look, me like that? if you look at all like the third string heroes, you'd be like, bro, they got some bummy, bummy ass powers. <laughs> Why are they even there? <laughs> but they be all like upstanding citizens and shit. No, I'm not I'm standing on the court. corner helping people cross the street because I got a shitty quirk. Fuck that. <laughs> I'm gonna roll the dice and and just hope that I get something good. Mm-mm. Yeah, you keep rolling that dice and we'll have our devil fruit. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> you know what's cool about the devil fruit, right? What's that? If, so if you if you have the power, you're the only one that has it, right? That fruit doesn't grow again until you die. So if oh, you die, I know that. then the fruit appears again in the world. That's incredible. That means yeah. I know what hunting? fruit I would want. <laughs> Which fruit do you want? The gum, gummy fruit? I can't, I can't say. I can't say for people that are going to go see the movie. So uh, I'm just going to be quiet. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of cool fruits out there, though. There's legendary yeah. fruits. Did you see uh, the person who has, like, all of the uh, the figures of the fruits? Mm-mm. Wait, they got it figures looks- of the fruits? Oh, mm-hmm. my God. That you can collect. Wait, before I start looking this up, how much do these cost? I don't know. <laughs> I just saw the guy or lady, because I don't know who who or what they were. I just know that they had a collection of all the fruits, and they were on the little thing next to the boat. Devil oh, fruit models. Seven? Oh, eight. Eight of them. 
No, there's way more than that. They definitely got more than eight. Yeah, those are just like the mythical. So there's mythical devil fruits too. Wait, so I typed in my Google Google search search engine devil for no reason. And those are the only ones we know about so far. They have that one. Oh, I don't think people can see what you're showing. Uh, yeah, I'm not showing it yet. Whoa, that price is ridiculous. How much is it? $125 for for a for set. One? No, oh, for, for set. six of them. Look at these, though. That's not too bad. These ones look super cool. Unfortunately, some of us are watching an ad on Twitch at the moment. Oh, shoot. I forgot about the ads, guys. <laughs> well, Those shit. look really cool. Well, yeah, we were supposed to take breaks during the ads. We were supposed to take <laughs> breaks. <laughs> Thank you to all the subscribers. Uh, and for those of you who are watching right now, uh, we are looking at Devil Fruit from One Piece. Look at these. Good gracious. I, I would, I could see myself getting one of these. Have you even watched the show yet? $490? What the fuck? Yeah. I said one. For <laughs> some resin ones? Oh, Lord. So Man, as long don't... as someone's eaten one of them, they will not spawn a new fruit? Right. So if you eaten and you have the power from that fruit, it won't. it doesn't grow again until after you die. Good to know. Oh man. They got 30 seconds on ads. Jeez. Jeez Louise. <laughs> Not that bad. It's terrible. Sweater <clears throat> weather. That's what it is. Huh? You said as a One Piece connoisseur, I would love to add this to my collection. Yeah, man, because Professor Daxter, you're like the biggest One Piece fan I know. Oh, my God. Like 100. <laughs> as in the amount of episodes he's not had he's seen. <laughs> Divided by 10. <laughs> the one episode you did watch was really good, though. He doesn't want to break that record. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to spoil his appetite. And we're back from the head. Hey guys, we were looking at devil fruits. Okay, Lily, I mean Lily Rainbow. <laughs> Rainbow, do you I'm have a any Lily questions? Rainbow. <laughs> the Lily Rainbow. I like that. Any questions for uh, the Q&A, or are we going to close out the show? If you had to eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? <laughs> BTG, you first. <laughs> you first. <laughs> Me first? Oh, man. I'm going to pick oh. a legit meal because I was going to say something ratchet. Man. Uh, okay. Oxtail, Callaloo, and macaroni, uh, mac um, macaroni pie. Why does that sound so, so good? Yeah, bro. 
Ricky said oh, orange did chicken say and broccoli. Oh my god. <laughs> it was Professor Dexter. That was my first initial response. And then I just reeled it back in. If I had to eat one meal for the rest of my life, and like it wouldn't like make me fat or anything. I mean, it's the one meal you eat, so I'm going to assume no. Mm. Protein? Oh, my God. Where's the protein? <laughs> Pro shoot. It would probably be like... Oh, it'd probably be like roasted duck with drunken noodles. Ooh, that sounds delicious. I could eat that every day for the rest of my life. Hmm. And not get fat off it? Yeah, that sounds delicious. And not get fat? Oh, man. Why does and it then... sound like your mouth is watering <laughs> up? And then for dessert, <laughs> I need my mother-in-law's banana pudding, like a big bowl. Ooh, banana pudding. Dang, Thanksgiving's coming up, man. Oh, my God. I'm ready. Clearly. Next question. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Wait, what, what's your meal, Rainbow? Yeah, what's yeah? All right, I didn't protein. Think about it. Um, <laughs> protein. <laughs> um, Scooby snacks. I, I don't know. I don't know. I can eat Thai food every day. Hey, Thai food is delicious. Every day. I go legit eat Thai food every day. And the Thai, the Thai restaurant know. right next to my house is really good. They're like legit Thai. I was gonna ask what the name of it is, but then people would be like, "Oh, it's right next to BTG's place." Yeah. Right. We ask that offline. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> Thai ain't bad. What you mean? It's great. Can't be ain't bad. It's just always great. It's delicious. It's one type of food that I can eat every day. Mm. Um, maybe mac and cheese every day, too. Like like craft mac and cheese? No. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> My kid won't even eat that shit. Three minutes in the microwave. <laughs> that is an abomination. Like, People that consume that power tea, but it ain't touching my stomach. Mm -mm. No, thank you. You can keep that shit in your house. Mm, that's mac and cheese for Thanksgiving, too. Is that made of? Mac what, and cheese? Mac and cheese? Yeah, it's a powder. Is that real cheese? Box and cheese. That, that shit is nasty. Cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Somebody out there All like, right. talking about my craft cheese? Any I other questions? The only question. Oh, uh, if you had to take one class of any subject in order to save your life, what, class, what subject would it be? I have a question, though. When you say save my life, save my life. <laughs> Somebody has a gun to your head and oh. you gotta take the class. Like oh, I have shoot. to pass? I need you an A? You have to get a, a decent score. What's a decent? The D? <laughs> a 
a B and above. I would take the class, uh, the Xavier School for Gifted Children. I would take that. I would take that no, one. That's not a class. <laughs> it's an subject. Uh, and the class lasts for two years. Oh, I didn't say that. Yeah. Oh, it does? Yeah. Two years? I do um, math. Math? I take math. To save your life from a bullet? Take math. I mean, I guess the trajectory of it all, and the tri- <laughs> triangleism and the geometry. It's easy. Gym class. Gym class. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I think I'll, for real, I'll take a keto class. That's what I'll do. I'll take it. Like an actual school subject, you know. That ain't or a school subject? No. It's health and, I health and I fitness. I learned Spanish. I, and then when they holding the gun in my head, I only start speaking Spanish. They're like, speak English. And I was just be like, no, no, but no do you English here. you know Spanish? No, I don't. Oh, my God. My, <laughs> my Spanish is un poquito. <laughs> what? That ain't even, what? Poquito? <laughs> you can't just make up words. Un poquito. <laughs> Oh man. Ghetto is clearly not gonna survive. <laughs> it would no be English. art. I would do art. I would do art for real though. How would you can't fail you? you can't fail art. You can fail art. Nah. When they ask you to draw something in pointillism art style, you're gonna have to know what that is. And then when I do it, I'm gonna be like, it's in the eye of the beholder. <laughs> abstract art yeah there you go <laughs> it's all right this is my <laughs> version of pointillism as an art major, as an art major you, can... you can fail <laughs> look why are so many people failing art what are you you just gotta go failing art. just do the projects See, look, hetero didn't show up. See, oh, that don't count. <laughs> Showing up's half the job. You could fail at anything in life. I could show you how it works. I was here drawing, <laughs> drawing ducks. Ducks. Oh man, I believe that's the last question. That is the last question. <laughs> Exclamation point, ducks. So. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get to games releasing this week, and then we're going to close out the show. Wait, this ain't, is this this week? Dang. November's flying by, guys. Alright. Evil comes out November 15th, PlayStation 5 and P4. Floodland on PC November 15th. Pentiment on Xbox Series XS, Xbox One, PC November 15th. That's actually on Game Pass. I don't know what it's about, but I did see it this morning. Uh, Smurfs Cart? So there's what? a Smurfs Kart racing game on Switch. Comes out November 15th. Uh, Somerville, Xbox Series XS, Xbox One, and PC. I think that's on Game Pass also. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge just, what? Just came out on P5? Or is there a PlayStation 5 version just came out? Oh, wow. So November 15th. Uh, Wise 7, Lacrimosa of Dana. PlayStation 5, November 15th. 
Call of Duty Warzone 2.0 actually comes out tomorrow and the preload is up. So if you guys want to play, I think I'm going to try it out. Uh, preload is out today. I think preload actually started yesterday. So yes, you can preload today. Uh, Goat Simulator 3, P5, Xbox Series XS, and PC November 17th. Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales is... Miles Morales, <laughs> speaking of Miles Morales, <laughs> he's on PC November 18th. Uh, PID on Switch November 18th. Pokemon Scarlet November 18th. Pokemon Violet November 18th. Who's getting Pokemon? Y'all getting Pokemon? I want to. I want to. I want to, too. I just, uh, I don't have time. Uh. Y'all get it and y'all tell me how it is and then I'll make my decision. <laughs> <laughs> Resident Evil 3 comes out on Switch November 18th, and Dark Pictures Anthology, The Devil in Me, P5, Xbox Series XS, P4, Xbox One, and PC on the 18th. And that is it for the show, guys. Thank you guys for joining us. We appreciate the support. You can catch us on every podcast service. Just search Night Kids After Dark, and you can catch us here live every Tuesday 8.30 p.m. Eastern, same time, same place. Different people. Sometimes. Jana, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, where can we find your content at? You can find me over at Twitter. NK underscore Yanonik. That's Y-A-N-O-N-I-C-K. Same name, you can find me over at Twitch. Rainbow, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter. X underscore Rainbow Kisses. What about you, BTG? Where can we find you? You can find me at my kitchen table thinking about Thanksgiving food for the next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, you can find me at Black Inside Guy Plays on Instagram, on Twitter, NK underscore BTG Plays, and then, you know, Twitch, Black Inside Guy Plays, even though I haven't streamed in a while. Oh, speaking of that, Sonic Frontiers is super fun. It is such gameplay. it is such a good game with so many flaws, but I just cannot oh. put it down. Yeah. Did y'all see that person who uh, decided they were gonna walk slow in the game because they're not about to rush through the game and waste their money? I did see that, <laughs> but you know, so the actual the game is actually like a good twenty something hours. Oh wow! And that's not even like trying to collect everything at all. There's a lot. The maps are huge. I'm having a lot of fun. I got like 10 hours in now. Yeah. You you have the physical copy or digital? Physical what? Digital. (laughs) Digital. (laughs) They don't make physical PC games anymore, do they? No, you're right. I don't think they do. I would have. So I would have got it on Switch. But like, yeah, it doesn't look as good on Switch. Rookie so. G says they do. Where? It's rare because it comes out with extra content. Does it cost more? Where do you even buy it from? Right. Where do you buy it from? <laughs> I remember you used to be able to like the go store. to like Kmart <laughs> and they had like the big ass PC boxes. And it costs more. See, get out of here. <laughs> Stop bringing nonsense to me, rookie. Like, <laughs> why would you bring that to me? That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> Go to sleep. Go to bed. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Go to bed. <laughs> That's the show.
Alright, we'll see you guys next week. Love. Oh, who are we raiding? You said Funky Punky? I don't think they're streaming anymore. So if not, well, I guess we can call it. But let's see here. Yeah, oh, they are still streaming. I am yeah. your daddy, Ricky. Alright, cool. Uh, Post the name in chat and we'll go ahead and raid them. You're when, not uh... my dad. You're not my dad. <laughs> Boy. Good night, Lily. Hope you had an amazing day at work. Hope you have an amazing day tomorrow. Hopefully, we see you next week. Funky Punk NYC. Let's rate them. Make sure uh, you guys show them the same love you guys show us. It's their uh, birthday. It's also their birthday, guys. Birthday. 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 So, let's say happy birthday when we get in there. Oh, man. I got to go on this chat to do it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Raid time, y'all. Raid time. I had a had a blast. Looking forward to the video game awards, y'all. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll do a show on that when it happens. All right. We'll see you guys later. Love y'all. Braid. See.